Hey, good morning. Happy April Fool's Day. It's April 1st, 2019. It is Monday. And I have a quote of the day from Abraham Maslow, a very noted American psychologist, born April 1st, 1908, and passed away June 8th, 1970. And the quote is this. The ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. So, that's your quote of the day. Here are your daily horoscopes from Linda Black. Aries, today is a six. Find a peaceful spot to think. Review priorities and make plans for a few days. New income or a delightful discovery is possible. Visualize perfection. Taurus, today is an eight. Get more done and have more fun with friends, especially today and tomorrow. Stay in communication with your team. Beneficial and profitable opportunities beckon. Gemini, today is an eight. Work takes priority. Take charge for the results you want. Devote attention to a challenge or test. Balance the numbers. Close a deal or sign papers. Cancer. Today is a seven. Travel and education hold your focus. Explore a fascinating thread or vista. Friends make a trip more fun. Pack lightly. Plan your route and itinerary carefully. Leo. Today is an eight. Handle finances over the next few days. Avoid arguments or fussing. Things could seem chaotic or in a state of flux. Consider potential pitfalls. Virgo. Today's an eight. Partnership expands your results. Share the load. Listen to intuition. Avoid hassles or arguments by letting the small stuff go. Let magnetism draw you together. Libra, today's seven. Focus on physical work, labors, and fitness. Fulfill promises. If you encounter resistance, slow down. Don't force an issue or movement. Take it easy. Scorpio, today's a seven. Passions can get riled up. Keep it behind closed doors. Secrets can get revealed. Someone finds you attractive. Share a magical moment or several. Sagittarius, today's a six. Domestic projects satisfy multiple objectives. Fix something before it breaks. Beautify your space while cooking up something delicious for worker bees. Your greatest strength is love. Capricorn, today is an eight. An intellectual puzzle tempts you to sift through facts and data. Walk and think, do the homework, and write your conclusions. Your research could get fruitful. Aquarius, today is an eight. Leave your money where it is. Don't let someone else spend it frivolously. Values could get tested. Discover another revenue source. Your work is in demand. Pisces, today is a nine. You're ready to make improvements. Take charge of your destiny. Assertiveness works. A personal insight or epiphany reveals a hidden truth. 
generate harmonious results. And these are your daily horoscopes for April 1st, 2019. So if you're born today, April 1st, you have to explore fresh terrain this year. Steady routines grow your professional skills. You could hit the jackpot. Begin a new domestic phase this summer before professional changes reveal unconsidered options. Your career leaps ahead next winter, leading to domestic renewal. And try new flavors. If you are born on this date, you are known to be a person of great faith and conviction, straightforward and determined. You pick yourself up after a fall quickly. Self-reliant and strong, you also have a sensitive side. You are not afraid to stand apart from the crowd and stand up for your beliefs and convictions. You are not always comfortable asking for others' help, but you should probably do so every once in a while so that you avoid the traps of feeling lonely or uncared for. Famous people born today include Debbie Reynolds, Susan Boyle, Jane Powell, Matt Lanter, Annette O'Toole. Happy birthday, Aries! Okay, so today in rock history for April 1st. Let's start in 1877. Thomas Edison devised a telephone design that becomes the basis for his later claim to the invention of the microphone. In 1955, future Beatles producer, 29-year-old George Martin, became the head of A&R for EMI's Parlophone label. In a career that spanned more than six decades, he is now considered one of the greatest record producers of all time, with 30 number one singles in the UK and 23 in the US. In 1956, Elvis shoots a scene from The Rainmaker for his screen test at Paramount Studios in Hollywood. Well, you know what? He failed that audition. And the film screenwriter later said that Presley showed the acting ability of the lead in a high school play. In 1957, the Everly Brothers released Bye Bye Love, a song that was rejected by 30 labels before Cadence Records picked it up. The song went to number two, on the U.S. pop chart, and number one on the country and western chart. That same year, Elvis Presley played two concerts before 23,000 people at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Presley performed outside the U.S. only four times in his career. The two concerts in Toronto, one the next night in Ottawa, and a later performance in Vancouver. In 1961, The Beatles began their second string of shows in Hamburg, Germany, where they played for 92 consecutive nights before wrapping it up on July 1st. Whoa! 1966, the Trogs used 45 minutes of spare studio time to record Wild Thing at Regent Sound Studio in London. The raw, simple little tune We climbed to number two in the UK and number one in the US, selling over a million copies by the following June. 
In 1969, the Beach Boys launched a lawsuit against Capitol Records for over $2 million in unpaid royalties and producer's fees for Brian Wilson. The band also announced that they were starting their own label, Brothers Records, which would be distributed by Warner Reprise. 1970, Woodstock, the documentary on the Woodstock Festival that took place in August 1969 at Bethel in New York, premiered in Hollywood. It would go on to win the Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature. That same year, only Ringo Starr was present at a final Beatles recording session where he overdubs percussion tracks for The Long and Winding Road, Across the Universe, and I, Me, Mine. And that same year, as an April Fool's joke, John Lennon and Yoko Ono issued a statement to the press that they were having dual sex change operations. Okay. 1975, the Bay City Rollers TV series Shang Alang premiered on ITV in the UK. The half-hour show would run for 20 weeks. In 1976, John Lennon's father, Freddie, died of stomach cancer in Brighton General Hospital at the age of 63. And just days before, after being told of his father's condition, John had sent a huge bouquet of flowers with a card that read, With much love from John, Yoko, and Sean. In 1984, 44-year-old Marvin Gaye was shot and killed by his father after a heated family argument. Gay had just received a Grammy for his hit Sexual Healing, his first top 40 single in five and a half years. Remarkably, Gay's father received only a six-year suspended sentence and five years probation after pleading guilty to voluntary manslaughter. Charges of first-degree murder were dropped after doctors discovered Marvin Sr. had a brain tumor which would kill him in October 1998. In 1985, David Lee Roth quit Van Halen shortly after releasing his version of the Beach Boys' California Girls, which featured Carl Wilson on background vocals. Roth's record actually sold slightly better than the original. He was replaced by Sammy Hagar later in the year. Let's not get into that. 1992. Billy Idol pleaded no contest to assault charges after he punched a woman in the face. Yikes, Billy. He was fined and ordered to make a public service announcement against alcohol and drug use. Yeah. 2000, Carlos Santana earned his second number one single with Maria Maria from his Supernatural album. That same year, while opening for Kiss at a concert in Houston, Texas, Ted Nugent makes derogatory remarks about non-English-speaking Americans. Well, you know, his return date slated for next August was canceled. In 2003, soul singer Edwin Starr, who had hits with War, Agent 00 Soul, and 25 Miles, died of a heart attack at the age of 61. In 2009... Following in the footsteps of Celine Dion, Cher, Elton John, and Bette Midler, Carlos Santana announced 
that he had been booked to perform about 36 concerts per year at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. show was to be called the Supernatural Santana, a trip through the hits. 2012, Madonna achieved her 12th UK number one album with MDNA to overtake Elvis Presley as a solo artist with the most chart-topping albums in Great Britain. In 2015, John Lennon's first wife, Cynthia, died of cancer at the age of 75. The couple who had met just before Beatlemania swept the music world divorced in 1968 after Cynthia discovered her husband's affair with Yoko Ono. In 2016, Aviva Maloney, who played in the Monkees' backup band for nearly 20 years, filed a wrongful termination lawsuit against Mickey Dolenz, Peter Talk, and Warner Music Group. She claimed she later found out that the reason she was let go was because she didn't look good on stage. Whoa! And this was your day in rock for April 1st. So the teacher turns to the class and says, Okay, class, who will give me the chemical formula for water? So the student raises his hand and says, H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O. The teacher looks at him and says, What on earth are you talking about? And the student says, Well, you said yesterday it was H-to-O. Hey, so it's April's, it's April's, it's April Fool's Day. That's what it is. And so um, I was doing a little research on Wikipedia and it's funny also that there is no actual origin of April Fool's Day. It's just something that kind of happened, but they don't have one major event that started it. Um, They also note that it became more popular in the 19th century and that many cultures all over the world traditionally have one day during the year, not necessarily April 1st, to play jokes on their neighbors and have a lot of fun. On hoaxes.org, they have compiled a top 100 April Fool's Day jokes And they really have done a great job here. And I will not go through the whole list, obviously, because there is, you know, 100 of them. But I'll just read number four and let you do more research online if you care to read through all these. The Sydney Iceberg, April 1st, 1978. A barge towing a giant iceberg appeared in Sydney Harbor. Sydney siders were expecting it. Dick Smith, a local adventurer and millionaire businessman, had been loudly promoting his scheme to tow an iceberg from Antarctica for quite some time. Now, 
he had apparently succeeded. He said that he was going to carve the berg into small ice cubes, which he would sell to the public for 10 cents each. These well-traveled cubes, fresh from the pure waters of Antarctica, were promised to improve the flavor of any drink they cooled. Slowly, the iceberg made its way into the harbor. Local radio stations provided blow-by-blow coverage of the scene. Only when the berg was well into the harbor was its secret revealed. It started to rain, and the firefighting foam and shaving cream that the berg was really made of washed away, uncovering the white plastic sheets beneath. Oh my god, that could have gone on for some time. Anyway, I hope you enjoy your April Fool's Day. You know, trick somebody you love. Okay, see you next time. Bye.